Welcome to Discretion Advised. I'm John Hill, and I'm extra jazzed today because <laughs> guess what? <laughs> I just I cracked Mark's face. Um, today, we're going to Broadway, kids. It's the day of the show, y'all. Get your jazz hands out and your tap shoes strapped on. I didn't think about this intro. I'm just literally vamping, so I'm sorry. We're not going to go back because that's not what we do. The show must go on. It's the Broadway episode, I guess. Um, but let's welcome Mark McNamara, my leash. I'm Jazz. That was good. That was my good leading job. lady. <laughs> let's get you a spotlight, diva. Oh, bless your heart. Hi. Are you a Broadway fan? I yes. know you're gay. I am gay, and I do like Broadways. I like plays. I like musicals. Yeah, I like Broadways. I like Broadways. <laughs> I like the Broadways. <laughs> Have you ever been? Did you grow up in musical theater? Were you like a tree, a bush? I wrote my school play when I was in fifth grade, um, and it went very well. It went viral? So, what was it about? Uh, I went viral, um, just because I was hooking up with the principal. But I don't remember what it was about. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I don't, and- it was like a Regis Lee, <laughs> Kelly Lee situation where they like their two talk show people were like going at it, and then like, we introduced people. It was like it was it was like a talk show. I, I manifested it. Oh wow! And here You're we powerful. are. You're a powerful Thank you. witch. Thank you uh, welcome to. The, let's see. Let's catch up a little bit. Let's. In my news, I got a chemical peel on my face. My skin. I feel like move is closer to the camera. Let I feel see. like my skin is definitely popping. Don't look at this. Sit. That's not to be incorporated into okay. this evaluation. Looks like a lot of chemicals were used. Good. Yeah. Clorox. Yeah, I got sandblasted, um, and I am back in L.A. As you know, I was traveling. It's nice to see you. Um, before the show, just to read her, Cameron called us old. So 50-year-old old. So not only did he offend everyone who's 50 and over, yeah. you know what, let's, let's, now that we have the mics and Cameron doesn't, let's talk about Cameron, or what is his real name? What is it, Leslie? What I believe it's real name? Camelama Ding Dong. Camelama Ding Dong. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, yeah. Kamala Anderson. Thank you. Uh, so, who, yeah, she sits back there and giggles. only 14 and just giggles back there? And I, I believe the he quote was... He has a Lisa Frank t-shirt on. I hope one day just, I don't have to do work on the podcast. I can work on a podcast with people who aren't 50 and old. You know why? Okay, here's why he made that comment. Because we were talking about Maggie Rogers, who is young. She's in college, actually, right now. And she's coming out with a new album. She has a great new single, That's Where I Am. And he called us old for talking about our love. From Maggie Rogers. Who do you want to talk about? Taylor Swift? Like, who's young these days? I think the great thing about working with people who are young and stupid, like Cameron, <laughs> is um, <laughs> my favorite. I don't, it never bothers me if people are like, you're old, because you know what, bitch? Before you know it, you're going to be old. If That's how lucky. it works. You're going right, to, exactly. He's oh, he just da- dapped. He's, he's dibble dabbing. Dapping. Good dabbing. job. <laughs> hey, we know what that is. <laughs> we know what that is. I'm not going to do it. Not, so not you were traveling. That. You're finally back in in LA. I was traveling. I went down to Miami, and remember a couple episodes ago we were talking about how people were horny in the airport, and yes, it's true. I was so horny in the airport, and I think I figured out why. It's because it's it's transient dick. It's like limited time only dick, and mm-hmm. so we want that like special edition limited time. So it's like you got to get it now or never, and that that builds excitement, even if they're ugly. Right, Cameron? Right. Yeah, right, Cam. <laughs> um, I've recently come out as being great. He's not great. old enough to travel alone. What were you saying? Yeah, his though? little Snoopy suitcase. <laughs> I am, I've come out as gray sexual. Do you know what that is? No. I'm gray sexual. Cameron, do you know what that is? It's fucking millennial as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's someone who can't have sex unless there's emotional attachment. And I feel like I've... I've I thought that I've, was sapiosexual. Well, listen. Okay. Do I look like Wikipedia? <laughs> no, it... Oh, Cameron's now... Now that you're oh, know now it all. she knows. Oh, now she she used the internet. <laughs> oh, it's she actually, logged on. Like, here's what your identity is. Let me have uh-huh. my thing. Let okay, me tell hold on. you. Let me tell you something. A gray sexual person may have a history of sexual experience that doesn't reflect their current sexual identity or sense of self. Others might identify with gray sexuality because they experience infrequent sexual attraction that's not strong enough to act act on it or pursue. That's the thing. I'm horny, but I don't act on it. I don't hook and up. And I want to commend you for using your cellular telephone device properly for an old man. And also, except if it's in Altadena, I'm not hooking up. <laughs> Still don't know what fucking Altadena is. It sounds like a dinosaur. 
<sighs> well, like us, like me. Cameron, Cameron just said like us, and he gave us the finger. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much, Cameron. Garfield. I also let's change the pay. I just went to West Point, the military academy, uh, two days ago. Yeah, so of course I had to. Why'd turn you on go my there, grinder? My uncle was a colonel in in the military, and every year they do a. Um, a night of the arts in his honor and his memory because he was an artist and he was a colonel. So at West Point, they do this night of the arts for him every year. And colonel so, Sanders. Colonel Sanders. My, my uncle made a fried chicken. Um, but I turned on my grinder because I wanted to see who on the military base was like ready to go at it. And let me tell you, ping, 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 ping. I swear to God, it was World War Me. She like, popped off. They were ready. It was bombs over Baghdadi. Like they were ready Stop. to jump on this gray sexual U.S. Osho. <laughs> did you did you act upon those attractions? No, I was at a memorial, so I kept it. I kept it cute. <laughs> wow, death dick, <laughs> dick of death. It was like, yeah, it, I wasn't. It wasn't going to do anything, but I just wanted to like do a little don't ask, don't tell behind the scenes. Sure, and now you are telling. Good for you. I am oh, scared. Shit. Well, I didn't. Of... I'm not, yeah, it didn't happen. Right. What else? Hmm. Well, that sounds about right. Hey, congratulations on our uh, nomination. We got nominated for an award. Tell me about that. Um. Well, let me read it to you because I don't really. Okay. Oh, we were nominated for a Cyber Socket Award. We were nominated for best gay sex porn. Wait, gay sex podcast. Is there? You know, is there a lot of competition in the? That's gay sex the thing podcast? in the sea of gay sex podcasts. I I am confident we are the best, and I didn't uh, know we were a gay sex podcast. But if we're nominated for an award, I'll take it. I'll take any compliment or any award. So thank you, CyberSocket. <laughs> thank you, CyberSocket. Yes, yes. I, I mean I think that's cool. Good for us. Good for me and you, and not Cameron. Well, I know you love awards. I know you love, you know, your your grabbies and stuff like that. Don't even get me started. I have nothing good to say or nothing at all to say about that. And you guys can guess why. And if you want to know my feelings on the grabbies, go ahead and follow Austin Wilde. He's saying it for all of us. That's out at Austin Wilde on Twitter. <laughs> it's at problematic.com. <laughs> Not us, them. But those are our thoughts on that what else has been going on oh can we touch base on some of the movies that we talked about we gave a little preview on like what movies were coming up and i've saw a few now like i've seen ambulance i've seen the lost city did you see either i saw ambulance two nights ago it is so stupid okay can i tell you we they kind of sold it as like speed with an ambulance i love speed best movie of all time and it's a perfect movie because you have you can't stop the bus I was like, why don't you just stop the ambulance? It's stop just the stop. fucking ambulance. There's and the no name bomb. of it. Why is it called fucking ambulance? It's like calling speed bus. Like, <laughs> stupid. It has well, nothing I, to do with an ambulance. The title didn't bug me. It was just literally like, when it, I'll go with anything. I will go with space, aliens, whatever. But I was like, you could just stop. Let's call it Titanic Boat. Like, it's Boat. just a stupid name for a stupid movie. It was pretty dumb. And like, no EMT... No offense to the EMT community, but I don't know if they're giving you like wind machine hair, lip gloss, like fist in the stomach cavity, like spleen resuscitation. And then being (laughs) like, hold on, let me like take my scrunchie and let me like tie this off. I also didn't like Michael Bay (laughs) dropping the names of his old movies in the script. So stupid. Oh, I love so the. Have stupid. you seen The Rock? And I was like, no, this kid's 30. He hasn't oh seen God. The Rock. The camera doesn't even know what The Rock is. Oh my God. He's, he just confirmed he doesn't. And the, the cinematography was so goofy. It just felt like we're watching someone learn how to use a drone. Does anything ever happen in a Michael Bay movie that isn't a sunrise or a sunset? The only. The, everything is magic hour which makes no. magic hour not magic anymore no i don't feel the magic i did not hated ambulance one star also i saw it next to a man with tourette's it was just me and him and the people in his head no offense to the tourette's community i also have ocd but like it was too much wait what is tourette's is tourette's where you just like scream stuff it's a it's a compulsive yes it is i don't want to say the wrong thing but yeah, I'll send you okay. some videos. There's a girl on TikTok who does her, she does no, Tourette's TikTok. No. Okay, and, we got to get out of Tourette's then. We can't. Okay, we're going to get in right? trouble. And I, I'm yeah. not besmirching anyone who has any sort of disability. No, and I'm just, I'm just being saying, inquisitive. I don't. It wasn't fun to see ambulance with him. <clears throat> <laughs> not, stop it. 
you're the one who calls epileptics people who have giggle fits and i wiggle fits and i don't think there's anything wrong with that in fact i got some comments that said i'm epileptic and the fact that you call it a wiggle wiggle fit was fine and they didn't spell it right because i assume they were wiggling but i laughed and i've also had seizures so i'm all down um anyway love to that man i also saw uh wait what's the other one you saw uh i saw the lost city I want to go see that tomorrow. Should I not? Oh, shit. Oh, Cameron says no. But as someone who is of age to see a rated R movie, I think it was very good. Yeah, I wonder why Cameron didn't like it. Do you know who Sandra Bullock is? There was a film called The Net. It invented the shit you're working on right now. Yep. Brad Pitt was so funny. And I just thought it was funny. I just, I enjoyed it all around. It's one of those, like, you really do have to suspend your disbelief to get through it because it's, it's over the top but it's fine that it is because it's just it makes fun of itself and i just i thought it was i need a film like that i need a romancing the stone kind of like air-conditioned summertime popcorn movie are you watching severance the tv show no but i heard it was really good bitch get into it really what is it actually about this is where you're gonna cut this out of the podcast like you just need to maybe watch it it's too you're not gonna want my description because you're gonna i'm gonna sound like i have it's about someone who was fired and then gets like a severance package no um that's not what it's about but uh trailer was confusing yeah it's a it's another world sci-fi ish you're gonna like it anyway oh it's sci-fi you'll like it come on okay actually maybe you won't i'll watch it anyways all right speaking of things i won't like Want to talk about thought topics? Yeah, let's get into some thoughty toppies. Oh, hey, somebody came up to me and said I listened to your podcast. That was me. Mm. He was very cute, too. I just want to pass that along. I appreciate uh, people who listen and people who say hello. And I was like, go, which one? Go rate us. Go rate, go yeah, rate go the rate fucking us. podcast. We only have like 36 ratings right now. Get on your Apple podcast and rate us, good or bad, however you feel. I just want those numbers. I don't like the number 36. It's a bad number. Three sixes is the devil's number. Change that, please. Yeah. Cameron's 36 okay. years old. 36 months. Little baby. <laughs> Little baby uh, Leslie. <laughs> God, I have okay, another go. story. What, what I'll save got? it for next week. Simon Cowell is done with Botox, saying that he might have gone too far. As I mentioned earlier in this podcast, I got a chemical peel and I also got some Botox. So did I'm you? Following... I did. Look at me. Where? Snatched fucking forehead. <laughs> I need it. I mean, no, I don't think I'm going to. No, you don't. You look Fine. good. You have some sort of. Uh... What is your ethnicity? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it is? Most people. Assume that I have some type of Latino in me. No, I think you're I Italian. Have. Are you Italian? I am Sicilian. Yeah, is Sicilian different than Italian? It is. It it has a different language. It has a different flag. Pizza, it, it's a different pizza. Yeah. A different pizza. Yeah, I mean it, it's Italian, but yeah, it's it was it's quite the language is different and and everything. Yeah, you have the beautiful olive skin. You have what I don't have. The grass is always I guess browner because <laughs> I want that. <laughs> <laughs> want what you have um Thanks. i have yeah crusty white just paste well I've... like salmon 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 cow salmon cow oh salmon my cow. god what surgery what what else would you do to your if you had to do something some type of procedure to your face other than the peels and the botox what would you get done obviously teeth bitch we've been over this oh okay yeah i don't think you need it i'm willing to do that but uh no I don't think you need it. Oh, I wish bless I had you, a... Cameron. Bless Cameron oh, had a little sneeze, sorry. little sneeze, little, little, little baby. Yes, to... little Are we gonna have to burp oh, you? Oh, <laughs> oh he's colicky. Do you have the oh, croup? You little got... fucking baby. <laughs> I'm Sicilian, but he has jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> we need to put him in the incubator. Mm. Okay. Speaking of Al Pacino robbing the cradle with, uh, he's 81 like us, and his new girlfriend <laughs> Noor Alfala is 28. Older than Cameron. Um, insiders are saying age gap is a, isn't a problem. What's the youngest, what's the biggest age gap you've ever had, Mark? The biggest gap or age gap? Oh. Ooh. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you don't even have a thigh gap. Your thighs like overlap each other. They're so fucking gigantic. No, brush fire, bitch. <laughs> but I, I mean, so she dated, she dated Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. She dated Al Pacino. She dated Clint Eastwood. Clint. Do, do dicks even work at that age? I mean, now we're no. age shaming, but I'm just asking. John, does yours work? Uh, 
if I have an emotional connection and I'm not gray sexualizing it out. If I say I love you right now, will you show me your hard dick? I love you. Love yeah. you. I'm hard. Yeah. <laughs> it does work. Listen, I just want to be loved and then I can go to town. Well, you need to find yourself a 28-year-old then. Oh. But no, I would go 10 directions in either way. I think that would be a, a 10 good, directions or like 10, 10 years. One direction. Right. <laughs> 10 I years would go in one. either way. I could never go younger than maybe like a 32 on the downside. How old are um, you? Can we say? <laughs> Fuck Is you. that going to make Cameron up? Com- I'm fuck you years old. Fuck you forty. Yeah, she doesn't I'm forty four. I'm forty four. Numbers yet? Okay. Yeah, so I'm you four would go feet 34. underground. I would go to. Th- yeah, I, would, I guess I would go twelve. Thirty two, thirty three is like the perfect age of life. You know, it's the Jesus year. It's mm. when you're kind of saying goodbye to chaos, but then inviting ten more years of it in. If you're me, and then, but I don't think I would go that old, to be honest. Pulling a Cameron. I don't think I could go very much farther over like a 51. Okay. I mean, I think that's fine. I that's I mean, it's no Al Pacino, Mick Jagger, or Clint Eastwood, but You know who else is a baby? Who? The thing inside Britney Spears. She's pregnant. Oh, I think that's great. I mean, was it just a year ago she was complaining that they had to they put an IUD in her? Don't know what that stands for, but I, I know that that means you can't get pregnant. And now it's out and she's she's pregnant. Good for her. I think this is great. I know she had like some uh, post, uh, what is it nasal called? Drip. Post, she had a post nasal drip after she had the first two. So I just hope that she's monitoring that and can stay mentally, emotionally, physically healthy at, at someone of her age, Cameron. <laughs> but speaking of like pregnancies and stuff like that, did you see, I know this is not on our list, but I do want to just bring it up because I think it's interesting and horrible that Florida has passed the law that you can't get abortions after 15 weeks. And now in Oklahoma, it's a fucking felony. It's a felony. What can you do in Florida? Shoot people. I guess you can shoot people. Yeah. I just think it's, I, you know what something, you know what needs to happen is some politician needs to uh, propose some type of vasectomy ban and watch the shit hit the fan then when you start telling men what they can do with their bodies. And then... I I think that'll let's call it even. No more vasectomies if women can't get abortions. Punish or make too. every guy get a vasectomy. That there you go. Look Force at them I like to. how we're lobbying. We're we're changing the laws as we speak. I know some straight guys who are afraid of getting a vasectomy because in their minds they think their like sex is not going to feel as good. And I've told them, yo, it's literally just the sperms. It's not the not the juice. Wait, like, do you still? juice like do you yes. still come if you have a vasectomy like is it yes. still the same amount of load yes but straight it's, guys are so not every straight guy but a lot of maybe oh there's one right now um i feel like it, uh, men in general we don't have to go to the gynecologist every two weeks or whatever I mean, we're have you're gonna cut this out we have to move on i'm gonna sound like a misogynist anyway guys need to get a vasectomy yes agreed <laughs> done moving on Wait. gay guys we are we are friends with a lot of people in the Drag Race universe, and I want to talk about the All Stars oh, Season Seven lineup. I'm going to give you the name. You tell me your gut, and then I'm going to rearrange those guts. Okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready. Jada Essence Hall, Season Twelve. Beautiful, love her. Don't know her personally, but I look over there. She was great. That was her catch line. Jinx Monsoon. Jinx is a lovely human being. I've touched his boner one time. Um, he's great. I have a picture with it. I have so many pictures. <laughs> with the boner? I do. Is it exposed or behind? No, he. she's wearing a, um, like, biker pants. Okay. And we were on a cruise, and um, I took, uh, Jesus took the wheel on the dance floor. Monet Exchange. Hilarious, funny. Um, I don't know him personally, but I know him from Fire Island. He was always very nice and lovely and smelled good. Raja. Love him. Love him. He actually speaking going back to the Cyber Sockets. I met him at the Cyber Sockets one year. Uh he won season three and it was around that time. He was great. Great. Good person. Shay Coulet. Next. Great. Trinity the Tuck. Also next. Well, okay. The Vivian. I, know, I don't have anything nice to say about them, so I'm not, I don't want to go there. Uh, Vivian. I don't know the Vivian. I didn't watch that season of UK, but um, I just okay. Going back to Shay and Trinity because I this is nothing personal. This is only what their what edited version of them I have seen. 
they just seem very, very arrogant and cocky. And it's just, I don't see it. All right. But they so, don't see me either. So we're, we're good. We're even. And Evie Oddly. No. 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 And he's had a lot of complaints about, oh, I don't like to do meet and greets and this, that, and the other. And I love uh, Bianca's retort to that, always dragging him. Like, you should be so lucky that people want to meet your janky lip sync ass. I so, was a third year yeah. resident and then I got addicted to speed. Wait, who's that? <laughs> what? Who said no, that? This has nothing to do with any of the people that on their own list. <laughs> don't connect those dots. What are you oh, reading? From, that is from Ambulance. That is so funny. Thank you for bringing that back. I'm sorry. I saw a, a latent message in the chat. That was the funniest. I was like, why would they have included? They're doing no character development in this film, Ambulance. But she all of a sudden, she's like, oh, yeah, um, I was in medical school. I was a three-year resident. And I got addicted to speed. It was a, like... I, you out. know what? I've never it, opened the chat on this. Are you, do you guys ever say anything that I should be reading? Yes, that's where we it's, get our time cues, motherfucker. Oh, I've You're never so opened it. I've you are so old. You don't know how to I, work I'm, I'm engaged. I'm being present. I'm talking to you. I'm not reading the text. I'm uh, still not going to open it. So if you on. have something to say, tell me. That was it. I was a third year resident, and then I got addicted to speed. Let's do the spleen. Uh, okay. We're going to wrap things up, but I want to run two things past, two headlines past you, and you're going to okay. give me okay. your reaction. Uh, okay. The 54-year-old, very old, Brazilian man that had to undergo emergency surgery after reportedly shoving a dumbbell up his ass during an attempt at self-gratification. Uh, what's the biggest thing you've ever put inside your ass ex- uh, besides um, your ferret? Um, I mean, he had a four-pound dumbbell up his ass. Up his ass. I feel heavy. that you can relate, John, because that seemed to be the size of the shit that you took in my toilet that one time. So I feel like you can relate to that. But I feel like if people need to get this kinky to jerk off, like here's 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 a porn star, a porn director's advice: if you just just fart while you masturbate, because then it will smell like you're having anal. So just. Drop the weights and just fart while you jerk off. You feel like you're there. I have I've heard a lot. That's the that's you've crossed the line. You just refer you you advocated for giving a self blumpkin, and I don't think that's possible. Although now I want to try it. Okay, we're gonna take a break and come right back with more. Can you handle it? Okay, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Discretion Advise. And if you're watching, welcome back, my sleeveless and Seattle co-host, uh, John Hill. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I I wore this because I want everyone to see my jazz hands because it's our Broadway-ish episode. You wore this because you've been working out and your arms are like, what? Like, nice. We got to move on. We got to move on because I can't. I'll get stuck in that tube. Oh, what was that voice I heard? Who is that? That is Tony Award winner. Marissa Jarek Winnegar, star of the original cast of Hairspray as Tracy Turnblad and the winner of Celebrity Big Brother. That's me. <laughs> Hi, my pal. I've done those two things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those two and things. Little known fact, Marissa and I were in a sitcom together for one episode called Stacked, in which she starred with uh, Pam Anderson. Yeah. Oh, I've shit. Done three things. Three yeah, things. three things. Three things. Yeah. And speaking I'm a of champion. someone who's I, very Whatever good I do, at doing, I'm a champion at it. You are a champion and someone who's also good at three ways. It is. You know him from the extensive career at Cocky Boys, his toys at Flesh Jack, and the face behind the Los Angeles drag queen, Bambi. It's Liam Riley. Oh, you're Hi. Bambi. Oh, yeah. now I recognize you. I don't know you from your fleshlight work. I know you as Bambi. Got it. Oh, Aww. the drag. <laughs> oh, Hi, right. I love you. you and I saw you in your movie. I saw the documentary that you're in. Yeah, you did. You liked it? And I don't mean porn documentary. I mean like the one, the one with Levi. Okay, yeah, that one's so good. I'm glad I was at the premiere. It. it was very awkward, but um, you're great in it. <laughs> Thank very you. Cool. <laughs> Today we're talking all things Broadway. Of course, we have two fabulous Broadway stars. Okay, Marissa, here's the deal. You've worked with John before. What's the worst thing about working with John? Oh. I know. His shenanigans. What are you talking about? John, I I will be nice, but like John is a prankster. Like John gets bored quickly. um, Especially on this show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, like three shows down and he's like trying to figure out how to make you laugh and joke around. And then, and then like, 
Sometimes he would, like when I was Tracy Turnblad, he went on as Lane Clarkin and it just makes you giggle and giggle. And then he'd be like, what's my next line? What's my next line? What am I doing? What am I doing? But he knows. He knew what he was doing. And I brought a wooden duck on the Tonys. He did. He brought a freaking duck on the Tonys. Like, Mm -hmm. who does that? You're like, you spend your whole life dreaming to be on the Tony Awards. And he's like, let me bring a prop. Like, (laughs) like, I don't know. Like, the duck wasn't supposed to be there, but he brought it. I brought a wooden duck and I made it dance. You can see it on on YouTube on a performance on the Tonys. I'm literally okay. gonna have to go see I'm, that. Yeah, you can't see it because you're too busy watching me. No, oh. right, you are very <laughs> star powered. True. <laughs> I'm just okay, kidding. Marissa. Can I give you a lightning round of Broadway questions? Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Ooh. What current show would you want to slide into right now? Does it have to be on Broadway right now? No. Oh, okay. Gypsy. I want to do Mama Rose and Gypsy. Ooh. Ooh. What is? Right. You would be great in that. What would? What is the most annoying? audience habit opening candies mm. Ooh, like that's the really bad i'll take talking in phone over the crinkling of the candy because you're just like oh my god put it in your mouth shut your mouth put the garbage away like there's like it's like a four-step process so yeah okay so what is the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you on stage they literally dropped the set on my head remember it? <laughs> <laughs> they dropped the like big hairspray hat like head and they literally dropped it on my head, like dropped it on my head. So it happened. And is I is that how you got the damage? I got the damage right here. It wasn't like a Kristen Chenoweth damage <laughs> where they like damage. really hurt her. It was towards the end, and nobody cared. By the way, I think like that was. I was like, oh my god, I just got hit in the head <laughs> with part of a set, and nobody cared. Yeah, a battle wound. Yeah. Yes, scars. You know what? Something else that I'm scarred from, and Liam, maybe you can help me out with this. Ooh, I'm scared. As a cocky <laughs> boy, there's this like community of porn moms. Like, okay, yeah. What the fuck is that? Um, I remember when I first started in the business, it was really, really a lot more popular, especially when I was at Helix Studios. Like, everybody had a porn mom during that time. Like, and everybody, it was just like this kind of like fan that you like would talk to a lot and like, it acted more as like a motherly kind of role and they were also like very generous with some of the boys like I know that they would shop for them on their wish list and stuff like I don't know it was a very like time frame in the porn industry I don't know many people who still have porn moms like I had one for like a month and then she kind of became like possessive and I was like oh I have a real mom like it can't (laughs) like so um Marissa's my porn mom I lived with her for a while wait did you yeah. Is, he, is he a disaster to live with? Yes. He recently stayed at my house, and I, I don't want to talk about the damage he did. He's he was okay. He was I okay with me. It was bef- it, you know what? He did okay. I think that he did um, okay. He did okay. <laughs> he did okay. I think he would uh, do better now, but he did yes. okay. Trust. Yeah. What is like the worst roommate story? Like that Netflix show that's on right now? Worst roommate? Like what where is they like, it? kill them? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, I, I brought my Ryan little O'Connor dog. Living with me, but so I don't know if you know Ryan O'Connor, he would he was a, he was a messy roommate. So yeah, very very messy. My cleaning lady hated him so much just because she would not want to clean up. She would tell me how much money I could get for the the guest room. She's like, you could rent this guest room out for like all this kind of money. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. She's like, okay, save wait. yourself the time. Speaking of messy roommates, you won Celebrity Big Brother. You were on it with Ross Matthews, Ariadna Gutierrez, Mark McGrath, Amorosa, James Madlow, Brandy Glanville, Shannon Elizabeth, Meta World Peace, Keisha Knight Pullman, and Chuck Liddell. Who was the messiest? <laughs> Omarosa. Oh, the messiest. I mean, well, I tell you, Mark McGrath was not the messiest. He was so like OCD cleaning all the time, all the time, all the time. I guess I want to say it must have been meta. It just must have been meta because I don't I remember doing his laundry for him. Like he didn't know that he was going to be there for more than like a few days, so he only brought like a bag with like four <laughs> t-shirts and four pairs of underwear. So I was always like, "Would you like me to wash that stuff for you, buddy?" I'm like, "You can be here." Like he was like, "I want to go home." I'm like, "No, that's not how it works. Do you want me to wash your clothes?" Oh my god. Who would you who would you want to go on a road trip with? Out of that group? Mm-hmm. Oh, Meta for sure. <laughs> I mean, granted, you? he'd only have four four pairs of clothes with him, but Meta World Peace, um, aka Ron Artez, is probably the coolest, nicest, most like loving human being in the world. And I feel like the two of us are a really funny, odd couple. I think we'd have a great time. Who on the I, cast of Celebrity Big Brother would you not want to go on a road trip with? 
would not want to. Ooh. Um, well, I guess it would have to be that one's tough because they're all like kind of I, for different reasons. I would do. I mean, Ross would probably kill me on a road trip because I'm messy. <laughs> so like Ross would say that I was the messiest. So I'll say Ross because I would he I wouldn't clean up enough for him. Like, yeah. So probably him. <laughs> okay. Last BB question: Who had the biggest penis? <gasps> Well, I didn't see anybody's penis, but I'm assuming. Just say Brandy. <laughs> well, Brandy. I would say actually after I said after I said Meta, I was like Brandy would be a really fun road trip. That would be yeah. like yeah. the most fun road trip ever. So yeah, Brandy's got the biggest dick for sure. <laughs> that would be a fun road trip. The best of both worlds. Yeah, I would Big also dicks. be that girl in like Big Brother, like washing the cute boys like laundry, like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Would you wash the laundry, though, if you were with Lamar Odom and he sharded the bed like this season? I don't know if you'd want to do the laundry. Did he, he really sharded do the bed? That? Yes. Is that is that what they said? It was on the cams. He sharded the bed. No oh way. I didn't see. I didn't that see. is no. insane. You got to keep I'd be up. Like, I'd be like the Frankie Grande, you know, when he had like that show romance with the boy and like people shipped it. Yeah. Bless our heart. Bless our heart. Sweet. <laughs> okay, so Bambi, your drag okay. mom is Shangela. Yes. Who oh, are you rooting her. for on Drag Race? Who do you want to win this season? Ooh, this season that is happening right now. I've yeah. honestly such a huge fan of Willow Pill. Like I think her drag is so beautiful and it's very kind of like little girl-esque aesthetic, which I love. That's very Bambi. So like when she did that mouse look at for the last episode, I like gagged. I was like, that is something I would want to do. Like it's cute. It's fun. It's like youthful. It's like, yeah, it's everything Bambi wants. So I'm definitely rooting for her right now. And I, people are like talking about the possibility of like a double crowning. And the fact that her and Injuria kissed on the run on the catwalk last week, I was like, if they crown them as like a couple, I'll like gag even more. <laughs> Speaking of gagging, who was your worst scene ever? Ooh, worst scene. <laughs> um, oh my god. Okay, the worst scene that I kind of remembered uh, like being bad was um, probably the scene that I did with Damian Black. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. Did he there was the just bed? no. There was just no chemistry, and I think he was new. <laughs> And, like, I had gone to that point where I was done with the new face. So I was, like, I kind of just want to, like, work with, like, amazing guys. So, like, working with, like, a newbie, like, he just got camera shy. And then I don't think, like, he knew that he wanted to do it. So, like, the chemistry was just off. Like, working with a shy boy in that kind of setting, like, you're just, like, I'm probably not the person for you right now. <laughs> Can I ask a question from the audience? We had a, a write-in question question from Cameron. He would like to know, <laughs> you, John, and Marissa worked on Hairspray together. How was Matthew Morrison? The best. The best. Like, the, the number best. one. He, he's part of the reason why I got the job. Yeah. He's so really? cute. Yeah. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah. Like no, he's the best. No, he is the, the best, best because there was someone else who was playing uh, the Link character to begin with, and then then the kid laughed before we opened, like, what an idiot. He's like, I've got a movie to do. And you're he like, He went to do oh. Face Off. Stop. He left to do the movie Face Off. Nicholas Cage was the original. No, it right? wasn't. No, he I'm literally lying. went. No, it wasn't Face Off. It was like some like army movie. It it's was not, not Face Off, honey. Yes, it was. Face Off, the John Travolta Nicholas Cage movie. Yeah. Is that even a thing? Did I just make that up in my head? Yes. I'm You're wrong. wrong. You're wrong. He's wrong. I'm pretty sure James Carbonello was in Face Off, and that's what he left to do. No, it was for some army movie. Oh, my God. Because Face guys... Off is a good movie. Listen, I would have left Hairspray for Face Off. Me too. Anyways, he like, bailed to go do some dumb army movie and was like, ah, <laughs> eh, this show's not going to be good anyway. I swear to God. So then I like insisted that... Matt Morrison played Link. He was in. He was the understudy, and I was like, "He's so cute. He's got cute curly hair. He should play Link." Like, swear to God, I didn't know if he would be good or not. I just thought it was cute. And then they had to replace his position, so that's how John Hill got brought in. Mm. But then oh, when wow. we did it in LA, I like insisted that John Hill and Matthew both came. Right. <laughs> then we screwed and, over two LA cast members. And Matt and I, we knew each other from a Mastercard commercial where we played members of a boy band who were locked and trapped inside of life-size Barbie doll boxes and they had to like nail us in literally like in coffins. It was like a whole thing. So I was traumatized from that. So he's like, Hey, but how about that guy? He's cool. 
It was. It was. A, I mean, it's I'm a looking up James Carpinello. I have to know what movie he left. Hairspray it was for, for. some. I'm was telling you, it was like some bad army movie that didn't go anywhere. Okay, but Sorry. speaking of trauma, how was your experience on the talk? You did the first season, you hated them, and then you left, right? That's exactly what happened. Because I was like, I don't need this job. No, I am. Um, I was fired. I mean, I was just totally fired. I mean, the truth is, like, they there was. There was no place for me on the show. There was five women at the table, and I was like, do I ever get to sit at the big girls' table? Like, I kept not being really part of that show. I would do, like, kind of, like, like side things, like people on the streets. And, like, that's, like, I'm not good at people on the streets. I'm like, I want to talk. I don't really want to ask you questions. Like, I have no interest in, like, what oh, are we supposed like to be here. feeding our children? I was like, oh, yeah. oh I'm so bored. Um <laughs> So they re- so they basically got rid of my job. Like no one took over for me. I wasn't replaced. And then I'd go back and get to sit at the big girl table. Like I've gone back a lot of times and, and co-hosted. But no, I, I wasn't so good for people on the street. Like not good. Oh, God. All right. So well, I was fired. Hopefully- I was fired. I was – You, if you want to know the truth, I was fired. I like to say I, I left That's for other dramatic. things. But I like money and I never would have left. I'd be on the show today if they still would have had me. Like, I would have been 13 years in, you know. You were the original Jerry O'Connell. I was the original Jerry O'Connell. But he's not fired yet. yet. Oh, he's not fired yet. Okay. So since you're fired, let's do an audition. It's time for game time. You guys are going to read a porn script. John, Liam, and Marissa, you're going to read a porn script, and I want you to do it and like give it a Broadway flair, jazz hands. Okay. I don't know. Okay, so pull up prayer your script. Circle, prayer circle. Marissa, you'll be playing the role of Bo Butler, mm. and since you're the Tony Award winner, you're going to play two roles. No, you're going to play yes, okay. but they're not in the same scene. They're going to okay, be two fine, separate scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to have to talk to yourself. So you're going to be Bo Butler and Rain, Liam. Since you know Diego Sands, you're going to be playing Diego Sands, <laughs> and I want the best Diego Sands impersonation. And John oh Arthur God. Hill, your favorite person on the planet, Michael <gasps> Boston, that's who you're going to be playing. Okay. All right. Is everyone ready? Let me set the scene. They have just arrived to this abandoned island, and exterior, island road day. The guys drive through the gorgeous but eerily quiet waterline roads. Diego is driving. Bo is in the passenger seat and Michael is sticking his head up between them from the back. Bo looks over at Diego. I'm glad you arranged I'm glad you arranged this trip for us. It's going to be good for us. He forces a gracious smile. You know what? I'm going to make myself happy. Do you mind waiting until you're alone to do that? <laughs> Michael makes a jerk off motion. <laughs> for real. I'd really appreciate it. I'd really appreciate a big throbbing dick down my throat. So could you, uh, I can't see this font is so small. Cut backstory, couples therapy bullshit and hurry the fuck up and get us there. Bo puts his phone in a waterproof case and looks at their directions. 10 minutes out. Okay, let's play a game. If you were a song title, what song would you be? (laughs) Simply the best. Okay, Latina Turner. And yours? Michael chimes in quickly. Wide open spaces. He grabs both of his legs under his knees. John, do it. He grabs both of his legs under his knees. Diego squints his eyes to see something ahead. What is that? All the guys look. It's a hitchhiker, Ricky. He's in the side of the road ahead. Do you think he needs a ride? (laughs) He has his thumbs up. I don't think he's just giving commentary on your driving. They're about to pass him. Stop. Get him. I got room in the back for him. I'm not putting him in my car. I wasn't talking about your car. Bo looks forward, eyes wide. Stop! Diego slams on the brake, almost hitting the man on the road. Rain. Holy shit! They look over at the hood. They can't see him. Did we hit him? Where the fuck is he? We're on top of him. Is he under the tires? He's dead? Wait, we just hit him? (laughs) Michael rolls his eyes. He gets out. He goes around to the front of the car, not sure what he's going to find. Michael's seen Rain bent over, picking up oranges that fell out of his bag. He helps. Shit, are you okay? Here, let me help. Diego and Bo now see them both stand up and talk in front of the car. Oh, Jesus, fuck. He's okay. Where did you say you found this place? It was on a website. Getaway. I vetted it. Solid reviews. Why? Just asking. Michael walks up to Diego's window. You drive like Caitlyn Jenner. Bo gives him a stern look. So, 
he has a boat and I'm gonna rock it. Mimics the Aaliyah song. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. You almost hit him. Do you want me to call the insurance company or I can pay for this in and out of my pocket? <laughs> Here's the address of where we are staying. It's a house. The resort was fully booked. Don't be gone for more than an hour. What? Seriously? I'm disappointed in both of you. In us both. Hot. Michael goes off with rain. Exterior boat day. Sunbeams down as rain drives the boat with Michael sitting up front, soaking in the salt air, positioning himself just right. They get to a lighthouse in the middle of the ocean. Rain stops and drops anchor. Here we are. <laughs> it's beautiful. What is that? A little local mythology. There's a gold-plated conch shell at the bottom of the lighthouse. They say if you drive down and give it a rub, you will have the best sex of your life. Rain turns to hand Michael something. But first... Too late. Michael's already jumped in, started swimming towards it. The water is crystal clear, but there's something lurking near, watching him like prey. Rain screams out. Hey! <laughs> he throws Michael a mask and fan. Michael puts them on. Blah, 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 blah. Um, surprise. Got him. it. You're fast, but you're not supposed to take it with you. I'll throw it back after I make sure the legend is true. And then you fuck me, Marissa. Oh my god. <laughs> I go in for the kiss. And scene. <laughs> They're going to take your Tony away. I, honestly, I think the Academy just showed up. They're at, oh, who's there? Oh, yes. No, it's, it's right Tony. by the front door. Take it away. Thank you very much. Oh, it's well, just Tony knocking. Just oh, Tony knocking. They just come and take it away. Please. Oh they, they don't know where I live, nor, nor have they visited me in years. <laughs> Tony's All right, Marissa, where can where can we find you other other than on the big stage? Oh, like what do you mean? Like uh, like like What are your socials? What are you promoting? Oh. oh my gosh. Well, my socials are just me. Just look for me. Look up my name. If you don't know what my name is, then you're not looking for me, but Marissa Jarrett Winoker <laughs> um everywhere. And um I'm on what we do in the shadows right now on FX that is. Yeah. Yes. I think there's a new Amazing. season coming out really soon. I'm really excited. And Liam, where where can we find you when you're making your porn comeback? Ooh, um, you can find me on Liam Riley CB on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can find me on the internetsboyfriend.com for naughties. And then, yeah, if you want to follow my drag, you can find me at Team Bambi XO. Amazing. We will be right back going over some of our blue ball discussions that we did not finish talking about. And later in the show, we were welcomed by Nick Adams. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. I'm in thoroughly, I am thoroughly enjoying this episode. I feel like we're going to win a Tony. I call it the Boney Awards. Uh, this is very <laughs> theatrical as usual. Mark McNamara is here bringing the drama. What? I, I what mean, I my doing? dick's giving you a standing ovation right now. Trust me. Boney Award winner. My balls are keeping their seats. And are they blue? Oh, way to transition. Mm -hmm. We're going to play... Well, we're going to do our little uh, order of the penis segment, which is really just us getting balls deep with each other. And this week is another round of blue balls. We talk about a lot of random things on this shit. Sometimes we don't get the chance to dive into every detail of every story we share. And so our producer, Cameron, this is really <laughs> the Cameron uh, episode. He has sorted, or I should say they have sorted through some recent episodes and found some moments where we might have blue balled the audience now. Mark and I are going to blindly ask each other to finish some of these unfinished tales. I'm going to go first. Oh, God. These always make me nervous because I don't know what this little motherfucker pervert has up his sleeves, his little baby cap sleeves that he's... Just go for it. Do it. Raw dog it. In episode eight, Mark McNamara, you told a throwback story where Diego Sands offered you $1,500 to do a solo scene, but you didn't take him up on it. Have you since performed in any type of adult content? And what is the most sexually explicit act you've ever done on camera, Mark? Oh, I've never. I've, I don't think I've ever filmed myself. So I never got the check. I never did the solo. However, oh God, I don't know if we're going to, do we want to go there? I was filmed. Someone did hide a camera and film me having sex, and then they sent it around to my entire office. So everyone saw it. I had to go to court. 
I won. I could have put the two people in jail. You can guess which one one of them is. Tan mom. Um, I Tan could mom. have put them in jail, but I chose not to. Uh, I just rather clean myself of the situation. So no, I did not ever get that check for the solo, although I had performed several on him. Oh, you ready for yours? Wow, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Give I mean, me there's, yeah, okay. I only say it, horrible things on this podcast, so let's let's just get it over with. Uh, oh God, here it is. Okay, so it never came up in the actual episode. However, in our pre-show meeting with Kelly Dodd, you mentioned that you were once verified on Twitter and has since been unverified. What happened there? Was there accusations? What happened? <laughs> um, like Sergeant Miles, I was a part of the January sixth. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you do look like an insurrectionist. Right. I just had to touch Nancy Pelosi's disc. <laughs> disc. Her disc. Her death. Her death. Uh, no. So you, what happened? I was Did they verified, take it away? Proudly mm-hmm. verified. Very famous mm-hmm. over here. And, um, oh my fucking God. How do I get rid of these people? Nancy Pelosi, stop harassing me. <laughs> Personal. Do not disturb. God damn it. Fuck. Speaker of the... <laughs> Okay, listen. Not the speaker at my house. We're going to cut that out. That was weird. Um, I was verified on Twitter very uh, early on because I am basically the the first Elon Musk of gay porn. I don't know. Um, And I, it's not a good story. I'm vamping to try to build it out. uh, But it really is from inactivity. Kind of like how my dick doesn't work because it doesn't get any action. My Mm -hmm. Twitter stopped working because I didn't tweet. Basically, I came, I, I took like a year off of Twittering. And my blue check mark was gone. Oh, I'm sorry. I was hacked. All of a sudden, that was that's how it started. I was hacked, and it was sunglasses. Like, hey, um, like my friends were like, "Why are you selling Singaporean sunglasses?" And I was like, "What?" And then I looked on there. I was hacked, so I had to like change my password and stuff. Then I was like, "Forget it. Twitter's not worth it." I came back like six months later. No blue check mark. I I wrote to them. They were like, "Crickets. Who are you?" So I wish I could say I was an insurrectionist like Sergeant Miles, but I was not. Or Clarence Thomas's wife, that hag. <laughs> oh my God, what a bitch. What a cunt. Speaking of cunts. Uh, oh, here's got, yours. She, Let's do this oh one. Okay, this is for you. During, an ep- during episode nine, you mentioned that you were once arrested, but never gave us any details on the arrest. What happened? Did I really not talk about this? I thought I talked about this on here. So, God, it's a really long story. I'll try to shorten it as much as possible. But we were on the way. We were filming a scene. I was in the passenger side. Diego was driving, and we had two models in our car. I believe it was Jay Seabrook and Caleb Stryker. And um, we got pulled over. It was my car that Diego was driving. And we got pulled over, guns drawn on us. And they took me out of the car, handcuffed me, and put me in the back of the car. I didn't know what was going on, what was happening. Long story short, because it it does get longer, they confused me with someone in California who was like wanted for domestic violence. They figured out that that wasn't me, but we had the same like license number or something weird. Anyways, what happened was I got a ticket once and I paid it immediately, but I have a New York license and I was in Florida when I got the ticket. There's a loophole in Florida law. I smell bullshit. Who did you rape, bitch? No, this is true. Um, there's a loophole in Florida law that if you get a ticket, they can make up a temporary Florida license number. So when I paid it, it showed that I never paid it. And then the judge sent out a fugitive warrant for my arrest. So I was, they put me in jail. I had the cavity search. I had my I, orange suit. It's not a jumpsuit. It's actually separates. Um, they're just like hospital scrubs, but they were, it was orange. I had my mugshot taken and everything. Uh, and then I even got into my, my, my cell. I had a, a cellmate. I had a little itty bitty bed. I had the top bunk. Um, you don't get a blanket. The, my mattress had blood stains on it. It was so gross. The fucking light is right there in your face. And then in the holding area, before we went back, they were playing a time to kill. It wasn't on like TBS or something that they were they were playing a time to kill because they were trying to get us all riled up in there. And I don't care how much I like Sandra Bullock. I was not going to watch that goddamn movie. But it, it was just a bad, uncomfortable like you could tell that the fucking cops just they want you in there as a business. You are a fucking client when you're in there and they want they have like. Uh, plastered everywhere of like drugs you should take to feel better. It felt so, I felt so bad for everyone who was in there. I got lucky and they figured it out and and let me out. 
But the people who were in there, who there was a guy who, poor old man, old even for Cameron, he was like 70-something. He got put in jail because he was throwing like, he, he threw something in the wrong area. And this poor old man was like thrown into jail. It, long story short, it was uncomfortable and bad, but they figured out what they did wrong and they cleared it. Cameron, A Time to Kill is a film from the 90s. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's a, It was based on a novel by John Grisham. Also, do you say orange instead of orange? Or Me? did I hear orange? that wrong? Orange? I don't fucking know. Okay. I'm sorry okay, you were ready for yours? It, what you know what? I, I, <laughs> warts. A four no. pound weight. <laughs> a four pound weight. God. Okay. Here's your next one. You've asked many guests their top three categories for when they watch porn. You've hinted at yours in the past, but now we want to get, we want to know what is official, your definitive ranking of your top three all time porn categories. You know Cameron mine. Such a little pervert. He's such a little pervert. <laughs> pervert. Pervert. I told you the other day, my favorite plot of any porn is <laughs> prison. <laughs> No, my favorite plot, my favorite storyline of any porn is 10 guys rape one random guy. That's rape. Like, well, no, like whatever. Listen, you're the one. This is all your fault. Um that's my favorite story, uh fairy tale. My next one would be um like 10 guys in a house with one random guy and then the other Wait, one are is. you are you are you <laughs> fantasizing that you're that one bottom getting like quads like stuffed are no. you are you one of the guys who are just getting into that loose gaping hole what's your part in the fantasy no i'm maybe one of You're the guys the sofa? right no oh, gosh this is when i really embarrass myself but like i am so i'm such a bad lover that my fantasy is just like i'm like in there in the room just like watching if you were one of the 10 <laughs> would you want to go first and the middle last like what's your lineup preference middle middle <laughs> put the meat in the middle <laughs> i would just want to be like around the 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 smell ew that's why i wouldn't want to be be there this is so gross and okay, then my go. third one is just like <laughs> five random guys like in palm springs or something that's <laughs> a quantity for you or love or like two people madly in love but like v verbally saying how much they love each other because again i'm a great sexual I love you. This is we're we have to delete this entire episode. Love okay, you. your here's your next one. Love you, baby. Um You look so good today. Oh my god, I'm gonna come. <laughs> Jill Zarin, uh you showed everyone a dick pic. You showed me a dick pic uh, uh -huh. of the taxi driver that exposed himself. Uh without explaining how you were able to actually take a photo of that junk. What was the full series of events there? You oh, it was easy. Pick. So as we were going there and um, he started hitting on me and we talked about sex and he was telling me how horny he was. When then once we got to Barry's boot camp, he's like, fuck, yeah, I'm stroking it right now. And I said, oh, yeah, are you? So I put my head, you know, they have the divider and the, the little window in the middle. I put my head there and I was like, oh, he is. So then I took my phone out and I went, boop, clip. And I took a clip, I took a picture and then I left. Is that easy? Thank you for that clarification. You got a photo it. with your phone. Uh -huh. okay. okay, here's your last one. In episode 10, you mentioned that you were once in a mental hospital with a cast member of the original Top Gun film. We won't ask you to reveal who that was. I will. But can you tell us if there was has been any other times you shared a hospital-like facility with an A-list celebrity? Uh, A-list? Forget A-list. Why were you in a mental hospital with Tom Cruise? I wasn't with Tom Cruise, but it was during the pandemic and I had a crazy panic attack, but that's all I can say. But it was a physical, it wasn't a real, it's not coming out the way it's, it's not sounding right. That's fine. You can, everyone has a, a mental breakdown now and then and the, the pandemic was really hard. Who was it that you were with? Val Kilmer. Um, Wait, was it really? No, no. Uh, no, I can't, I, I don't want to offend No, you obviously can't violations. tell who it was, but... um. Are you okay now? Are you oh, going to yeah. see the sequel? Is he in the sequel, the person you're with? Mm, you can't highly, say. Highly don't, doubt. Don't I think he's it. probably don't still in a mental institution. <laughs> oh. Wait, did you go in together? You're like, hey, you're not feeling well. I'm not feeling well. Let's buddy up. Or was no. he just happened to be there? No, he just happened to be there. Oh, and you recognized <laughs> him from the movie. Actually, I didn't at first. He had to... I don't know. Maybe he was a crazy person. 
I don't like this topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it. We we've cured your blue balls. Wait, we're done, right? Yes, uh, okay. I can't wait Plus to come back. Uh, okay, we'll Nick. be right back with Nick Adams. Yes, and God, if we didn't get rid of our blue balls, now we're about to. Wow, we'll be right back. Squeege. Welcome back to Discretion Advice. I'm here with my Broadway barebacker, John Hill. And you know him from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the other two, and the upcoming gay rom-com Fire Fire Island. It's Nick Adams. Hi, Nick. Hey. Hi, Nick. Hi. Okay, I need to to do full transparency here. Can I sexually harass you for one second? I mean, do I have a choice? I don't think so. No. Okay, good, good. Uh, that's that's we consider that consent, right? Yeah. So here's the deal. When you were in Priscilla, I went and saw Priscilla three times just Thank to check you. out your ass in that <laughs> outfit. And then wait for it, it gets more scary. I went with to some event, I forget what it was, with Bianca, because Bianca said, Bianca Del Rio said, Nick is gonna be at this event. You wanna meet him? Come to this event with me. So here is an embarrassing picture of us from oh, yeah. 2011. I remember that night. Where I met your beautiful boyfriend, who was the nicest, sweetest guy. And that's my that's my my stalker story on you. Nick is very nice. And he does have a nice Thanks. ass. But the bonus is that he's also a gorgeous singer and an actor. So it's, you. Exactly. you come for the ass, you stay for the talent, and it's just kind of overload. Oh, my God, I love that, John. Thank you. <laughs> It's the Celsius talking. (laughs) It's a pull quote I need outside a theater or something. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Wait, I have a question about the other two. You played a a disgusting influencer, kind of. Um, I did. What do you think is the most egregious? What's that? His name was Dallas Drake. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like a porn star. It does sound like a porn star. I mean, they all all kind of porny names, yeah. What's the most egregious thing you see on uh, social media from, from thought people? I mean, I think the, uh, the like, you know, inspirational quote or some, some type of like social justice aspect that's tried, they're trying to tie into a, a thirst trap or it's, it's totally right. Like here are my cum gutters, go Ukraine. Seeking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Very much that. It's sure. just like, come on. I, it's just so cringy. Um, but we see that every day. It's, that's just part of social media, I guess. I don't know. I try to. Use it sparingly, but some people that's what they got going on. I don't know. Influencers, they gotta do they gotta get those likes, right? That's right. <laughs> oh. Mark knows it. Mark has a lot of ferret porn, a lot of ferret oh. content. It gets him a lot of likes. So you know I, trying to help a her out. Ferret. Enough about Sheila. So today's show is all about Broadway. Nick, what was your first Broadway show? To be in or to see? To be uh, in. I Chicago. Which is now star- really? starring Pamela Anderson. Yeah. It, so actually, it was both. I saw it when I was 15 in my first trip to New York. And then uh, I joined the show eight years later as my debut. So it was a, kind of a wild full circle moment for me. You were out of also- the guest stars, out of the crazy guest stars you've had in that show, who was your favorite one out of like the Nene Leakes and the Wendy Williams of it all? <laughs> well, when I, jo- when I joined the Broadway company, it was Rita Wilson. So... Uh, Oh, mother of Chet Hanks. We love there Chet. There you go. Um, and she was lovely. Uh, I also did it with Robin Gibbons at one point. Um, Boom. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I saw Erica Jane do it a few years Trust. ago. Before the, How was before that? the pandemic. It, it, was, it, it was interesting. She was I in mean, it. She, she remembered was like, her no, I, It was, you know, it's like, it's the formula. It's the recipe that keeps that show running for so long and keeps people employed. And sometimes it's like a real hit. Sometimes it's kind of like, all right, they're up there. They're saying the lines. They're, they're, there's notes that are being sung. And other there's times something. we're like, wow, that's a slam dunk. And I'm really, I was supposed to see Pam uh, her opening night on Tuesday, but my friend that was going with got COVID. So we're going to reschedule to see her because she's there till I think June. So we've got time. But I actually think um, she's going to be like, like Melanie Griffith did it years ago and everybody was like, she's going to be terrible. And she ended up being perfect as Roxy. And I think it's, I think it's kind of perfect cast. I don't know. We'll see, but I'm excited. Um, Speaking of housewives, you were also in 
Lacage in 2010 with Kelsey Grammer. At right. the time, he was going through the Camille breakup. Yeah. Was he crazy? I have to say, <laughs> Kelsey was the most like gracious, uh, uh, sweet man. I was not. I just didn't expect him to be as kind and and as invested as he was. I mean, to the point that like. He would talk like in interviews years after that show. If anything was mentioned, he would remember the Kajel's names and our relationships that we had with him. So I just felt like he is a good guy aside from everything that surrounds him. And there's not great things about him. But I, I at the time had a really I had a really fun experience with him. And um, yeah, he would like lead like a little circle before the show with just the Kajel's on stage before the start of the show every night, which is not a prayer circle. Kind of, but not like, you know, just sort of like an energy, like let's, let's all kind of focus and be together, which in most shows, it's like, you know, you, you just show up and get ready and then it's places and you don't really connect with people until you're on stage. So I, I don't know. I kind of, I, I felt like he, he felt the, the magnitude of what he was doing and what it meant to all of us. And it wasn't lost on him. And I think sometimes when celebrities, I mean, he is such a great, he's a great actor, but I think sometimes with celebrities that do Broadway shows, they, they don't necessarily put as much stock into it as the people that have been like trying to do it their whole lives and haven't had like TV or film success first. Um, and I felt like he really took it seriously. And what I, do you think I about the him. term uh, gypsy robe being outlawed? <laughs> just we're getting into the fucking hot topics. I, <laughs> it just occurred I, to me. I was wondering. It, it's a, it was a hard shift for me because I'm so, I was so used to it. Have you had the the celebration robe or the pizza robe I, or whatever it's called? I never got. The, no, I never got. I think I can't. What is it? But called you've been now? in a, a million Broadway way? shows. Legacy robe. Yeah. I know, but I. It's only given to an ensemble member, and I. Oh shit! She's pink contract. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I, for someone I, who hasn't been on Broadway, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> there's okay. So, what is a gypsy so robe? It's this. It's this cloak. Legacy it's almost robe. like Legacy Joseph robe. and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat style. It's like a long robe that has, um, like a logo from each Broadway show that season. And it, it, it's all. It's like they accrue over the years until one fills up, and then they start a, a new, brand new one. But the person who does who's spending the most Broadway shows in the ensemble gets the gets the robe the day the show is opening, and they do this like sort of victory lap around the cast on stage. It's a whole ceremony. It's really fun and sort of um, unifying in a way, but it, it's, it's become problematic because of the, of the name, which they've changed to, I think it's called Legacy Robe now. Yeah. And, and, and there used to be a Gypsy of the Year, which was a big fundraiser for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, which is now something. I think it's called like the Red Bucket Can-Can. So I'm not. <laughs> I think that's what's catchy name. They changed it. They changed it. <laughs> Red Bucket Can Can is the name of the next Naked Sword film that Mark is directing. Actually, I can't wait to see it. It's inflamed. Yeah. Two, speaking two girls, of inflamed, one Red Bucket. Speaking of two girls, how do you, you were in Wicked? How do you feel about the casting for the movie? Um. Oh. <laughs> <Next question>. Trust. <laughs> oh my God. Oh I'm no. Excited. Okay. I'm excited to see Nick it. Hung up. I mean. I mean, they're both incredible vocalists and well, I'm excited to see it. As I'm good ex- as Erica Jane, you think? What, I mean, come on. They're going to be great. They're going to be great. Um, I, I think it's going to be tough coming off the heels of something like West Side Story that I, I thought was so powerful and such beautiful um, execution of a musical and film that was transformative for me or it like, took me back to why i fell in love with that art form as a kid i just like sat in theater crying for 10 minutes after so i think uh-huh. it's going to be something completely different than that it'll be a different experience at the theater but i think um i think it's wicked i mean it's it's hard to screw it up you know we'll see i don't know i saw it in dallas it- once um i feel like it's going to be kind of like how into the woods the movie was yes very i think very that i do pretty but- enjoyable yeah yeah. And I wonder James if James Corden. Corden will be that goat. <laughs> It'll be Dr. Dillamon, James Corden. <laughs> I mean, he probably mm. will be mad and horrible. Who knows? Oh, trust. So, Oof. Yeah. Get it. Oof. So you're okay. set to appear in the upcoming movie, Fire Island, with Joel Kim Booster, Bowen Yang, Margaret Cho Moore. Tell us about that. How was? Did you film it on Fire Island? I assume you had to. We did. We did a lot of it on Fire Island, but because it was still at the tail end of, 
of really the, the heat of the pandemic. It was at the end of this past summer and into the fall. We had so many um, protocols and restrictions uh, because of the studio, like what we had to sort of accommodate. Um, and so a lot of it was on sound stages um, in, in the work area. But, but the last two weeks, we were just out on the island and it was a blast. Honestly, it's, I, I learned so much. I had the best so experience did, with those people. Go ahead. Yeah. Did they uh, like recreate the meat rack in a sound stage? That's uh, elegant. <laughs> what did they do? They actually did. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's, there, wait, some did of they it really? Shot in the meat rack, but, but some of it, yeah, they, there's a whole, not to give to it, there's a big like storm sequence that happened out there. So, um, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the exteriors were on the island, but some you'll you'll I mean I don't I've seen it you can't tell the difference so it's very seamless. I mean I've filmed plenty of uh, storm sequences in the meat rack. I bet you a have a lot of precipitation. <laughs> yeah, filth. We have filth, filth. All right, Nick, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? You can follow me on all social media at the Nick Adams, and uh, that's that's that on that. Yeah, and come see the movie. And that's that on I have. That. Uh, Drag the musical by the album on May 13th, where you can buy music. It'll be out. It's a new musical. Yes. I can't wait. Drag That's the exciting. musical. With Peppermint. Peppermint's in that, right? Peppermint, Alaska, Jujube. Like, there's tons of queens. Yeah. Nick, thank you so much. Uh, I love you. We'll see you around town. Go uh, get the Drag the Musical album. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you can watch the full podcast and subscribe to our newsletter over at discadpod.com. Make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're at discadpod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. That's D-I-S-C-A-D-P-O-D. See you next week. Or in two weeks. (laughs) Or whatever it is. (laughs) 